Yeah, 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 yeah. What song is that? What song is that? And the whole what? Yeah, loves it when you don't get down. Wow, 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 wow. That's a drop. And the whole world loves it when you sing that sound. Wow, 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 wow. And the whole world loves it when you're in the news. And the whole world loves it when you sing the blues. Take a little bit. It's your big homies, big homie. Bear Brown in this thing. I'm sitting next to the always authentic Annie's Austin. The Vivi Boys. And we're here today to provide you the episode from May 29th. May. Yeah, The Journey Thus Far, Part 2. Part deuce. She did it again. I, thought, I was waiting to see if you are going to do it again like you did last time. You did. That shit was perfect. <laughs> right on cue and everything. Check it out. Anyway, so the episode you're about to hear is us uh, talking about just our personal highlights throughout uh, doing this show on Smash Bros. Radio. Uh, the Witty Committee has been a constant flow of energy. And right now, it's at its most... <sighs> interesting peak thus yeah. far so we decided to highlight that with an episode just describing our personal endeavors and journeys and mental uh it showcases us being sick and fucking tired okay yeah. or these pussy ass niggas trying to shine okay yeah. and need bitches okay and need, need homes sell the pussy just to make a little dough yeah 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 she don't need much y'all thought i was the ignorant one huh no, I'm actually the, the, the calm one. Check us out. Listen to it, man. Follow us on all of our platforms, dog. Wherever you listening to us at, check us out on YouTube because we just got that dog on YouTube page. Yeah. Yeah. And Follow today's us. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Gonna be popping off on YouTube. Yeah. The second we get done recording it. But you already know, follow us on Smash Bros. Radio. Follow Smash Bros. Radio to see everything with it. Quit playing, ho. And as always, stay with it. For the, the money, money Yeah. Big, 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 big energy on that right there. <laughs> Get some of that right there. Get you a, hold on, hold on. Not that much, not that much. Get some of that dip off your chip first. Yeah. <laughs> Take some of that off. That's a little too much for you. Yep. All right, yeah, that's enough. Thank you. All right, yeah, eat. It's the Widdick Committee, young, talented, gifted, black love and politic talk. Not love and hip hop, but it's knowledge we give out. I hope that you can catch it and try to run it back without fumbling the shit we kicked off. It's not for the simple minded, more for the gifted. I give my opinions. Hope you can rebuttal the shit that I kick. If you can't, then be quiet. Take a seat and just try to soak up the wisdom we spilling. Widdick Committee, gotcha. Throw up your W's, tell us what's up with you, then we gon' talk about it. We not the 
those other fools This ain't your typical hypocritical dummy news They do that shit for views We do this for the youth Who come behind us In the trenches you'll find us Giving game in the brains of the youngest To remind them of the greatness inside them Let them know that they can become whatever they wanna be Just look at me I'm a young black lion And yeah I'm full of pride Chilling with my lioness Product of my environment Whether it's brown, dirt, green grass Or iron fence Or a picket fence Don't matter Long as you get through it With motivation Dedication and wittiness Hard work and greediness Even the sky is limitless You wanna know what my definition of witty is Or what witty it is That's what witty committee is Throw up your W's Tell us what's up with you And we gon' talk about it Yeah, we gon' talk about it Throw up your W's Tell us what's up with you And Bear gon' talk about it about it, Anise gonna talk about it. Yeah. May 29th, 2019. I've had a thrilling day thus far. Yes. Uh, I actually got to call into the V94.9 show uh, this evening. Spoke with the young gentleman who the last 10 minutes of hearing his show uh, was spewing some things about the children born in 89 and the children they're having now with no disregard to anything that helps set up that current dynamic that we're actually living inside of. So I had to call in to actually make my voice heard, exercise, you know what I'm saying, my first amendment, right? You know what I'm saying? So, um, today's show was going to be, um, we really didn't have a a set thing that we had to really dive into person like we had a lot and it was like what are we trying to actually establish with this episode what are we trying to do and we came up with the the idea of having the the journey thus far part two so, part two so part one was actually done before we actually started the show yes. um back in february so you can go back and check out part one on all your podcast mediums, any way that you hear us outside of Facebook. Um, that episode is posted for you to go and listen to it, your enjoyment. But today, we're highlighting a lot of the things from what we consider to be phase one. Um, the emphasis that we're trying to put on phase two and the things that we're dealing with day to day that makes us doing this show so pertinent and the state of the the, the, the society that we're in currently so all those included that's where we at today so stay tuned it's gonna be a nice little ride well we everything that you know bear so eloquently said but we also want you to be able to see growth like showcase your growth everything that's got something to do with who you are as a person sometimes you need to take some steps and methods to be able to recognize who you are as a person and see how far you have came you know what i'm saying so it's like everything that we if you can listen to the journey thus far part one all you saw was two really well all that you could hear from all of that was an example of two people who had just been through the ringer when it came down to actually getting the show on air. Like, we hadn't even started the show yet. No. And we were already just kind of trying to verbalize the small little 
microaggressions that was happening in our lives and some of the frustrating things that we were having to come against just to get here so you know they say with you know new levels you get new devils well we actually now that we actually have a show and we're 15 episodes in and we are in a new studio with new at new vibes and new business ventures and new ideas popping up we are dealing with new devils yeah um certainly new devils certainly new worrying things so we always talk to you guys about staying with it and we just want to talk about how difficult it is sometimes Man. just to stay with it like we want to talk about the fact that the journey that you are on is not going to be an easy one it will be difficult but we want you to know that as long as you stay with it you shall be successful and you shall reach your greatness that's exactly what we deal with every day um, it's a consistent effort. It's, it's understanding that each one of us have been adorned with purpose if we should so choose to take heed to what that purpose is and actually walk in it. So when you do that, there's going to be a lot of falling off of the things that you've put onto yourself until you got to this point where you made a decision to walk inside of your own greatness. So walk when in Walk in the light. Walk so, in the light. When you are actually faced with the the, the, the the situations of this is difficult and it doesn't feel right because it's hard. It's, it's, it's too challenging for me. You may not be in the place that you should be in. The things that you're going through are preparing you for where you have to go to. And sometimes when we start walking our purpose, it's everything around our purpose that is starting to get attacked not the purpose itself. Yes. So if the thing that you're trying to do is being attacked then maybe it's a, a change maybe it's a, a, a focus shift that has to happen in order to start get to the point where your 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 pathway starts to become clear and the the, the way that you're getting targeted changes. Yeah. I I I I saw a post probably about 3 years ago and it it reminded me of on one of the shows we had previously someone asked us about karma I want to say it was rough because it's rough and that's my brother and he's awesome I want to say rough asked us did we believe in karma mm -hmm. and I think at the time I said something along the lines of um, I don't know how I feel about it because you know black black folks been going through hell and white people have been the oppressors for many years and they, nothing has happened to them yeah. But then I, I just sat back and I thought about it. It's like, well, I saw a post and it said, if you, you probably won't believe in karma until you have children. And it's like, sometimes we won't get a lot of the things to happen to us. They will happen to things around us. Mm -hmm. Or we'll start to see that things that that's around us will be attacked. And then that will put us in a position to have it to confront whatever issue that is just to even the karma out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, like okay for instance, and you guys are familiar with who Anise is, but behind Anise there is a very family oriented young lady who would pretty much enjoy the only allegiance I have is to my tribe. I'm insanely territorial and I defend my family and I don't have friends. So 
I defend my family wholly. Well, going, getting prepared for the We Committee, I was alone. Like my brothers had, they aren't in the same city as me anymore. Like I have my brother Jermaine who lives in North Carolina, my brother Ruff who lives in Memphis. I have brothers who actually are here, but we're not as close. I was literally feeling like I was by myself. And it made me feel like God wanted me to be able to not have any crutches for me to lean on as I went through the process of going, like, growing and preparing myself enough to do this show. This was the most time I had been without really even being involved with my friends. My mom, all of us, I just wasn't seeing anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like I had been isolated. So it was difficult. It was difficult adjusting to a new life, so to speak. Like, I'm devoting myself to be here in a radio station, making myself visible, making myself open to see new things and experience new people and let people into my my bubble for a while. And that was over insanely overwhelming for me. So that was a level of preparation that I had to just jump into. Like, there's no way to rip off a Band-Aid carefully. You just gotta rip it off and just deal with it. I went through a lot of alienating thoughts. Like, I, I went through a whole lot and that was one way that the enemy tried to attack me by, by isolating me and making me feel like I had nowhere else to go. And then it just seemed like everything kept happening one after another. One thing, one after another. One thing, one after another. Almost to the point where I felt like I was suffocating. Like I really felt like I was suffocating because I really didn't feel like there was anywhere for me to be myself. I didn't feel like anybody really understood me. You know, I didn't really feel like anybody understood who I was or understand a certain... They didn't really understand me for me. And it was just really scary sometimes. It was really overwhelming being in a situation where you're around new people who know nothing about you, who who don't have, know anything about you at all, and having to be creative in this mindset, you know? Like, having to be creative in front of strangers sometimes was very sobering for me. It was very sobering for me because I was sharing some intimate parts of myself with complete strangers, which I felt was probably going to open me up to enemies. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I, fighting against yourself is one of the things that you will look at. If you're going to fight against yourself and your your better judgment, your ego, you're going to fight against a lot of things in preparation for this. And some things are going to have to die within you. Like, they say in order for you to get to the next chapter, you have to get outside of your comfort zone. Like, you have to step outside of your comfort zone and try some different things and see some new people and go some different places and just see what it brings you. But that can be very frightening. That could be very frightening, especially for somebody who deals with anxiety and depression. Like, that can be very frightening. So And disoriented. Yes, I was very dizzy. Mm -hmm. I was very dizzy. It took me a minute, a minute to to get my footing about myself. It took me a very long time to find my groove and be comfortable. Because although you can know who you are, you can realize your greatness. Trying to calibrate that greatness is a, is is something, you know. Trying to figure out 
how much energy to put inside of something is it's hard at it's first. difficult it's hard at first yeah because you have to first recognize who you are yeah. to hear what you should and shouldn't be able shouldn't be a part of what you should be a part of what you shouldn't do and what you shouldn't do yes. like hearing that inner voice that kind of leads you to say what's right and what's wrong like it becomes so loud to the point where it doesn't even take you time to resonate with that voice is and it, it, you have to get to a point where you, but you have to get into a quiet place within self in order to do that. That's probably why the pieces around you were away. Because mm -hmm. if you are who you are and you know you cling to certain people, if those people are around you, we'll use them as a crutch if everything becomes too hard. So getting to a point where you had to kind of, you had to acknowledge who you were. You yeah. had to acknowledge your greatness. Yeah, so, you had to confront, I had to confront a lot of fears. Because separation anxiety is something that people don't really like to discuss because of the... People don't like to feel like they need other people. Mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't feel any true power in admitting how attached they are to people. As if that's something that's not natural. Mm -hmm. As if, you know, clinging to people or being attached to people you care about is unnatural, is unhealthy. I don't like speaking about separation anxiety. I don't like speaking about it because it doesn't make me feel the strongest. But as I said earlier, I don't have an orthodox group of friends or a, a in fact we are very unorthodox. I don't have a large family. My friends are essentially my family in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? And my brother Jermaine is my best friend, so Feeling like I wasn't around the, the people that keep me grounded kind of left me up in the air. Mm -hmm. it, it was it was debilitating sometimes. It was frightening because I was like, yo, I, I don't even know if what I'm... Like, I really keep the people around me as parachutes. Because I go. I jump out there. I jump out there fearless when it comes down to trying some stuff. But... I treat the people around me almost like parachutes or I treat them like thermostats because it's like I know I'm not tripping mm -hmm. if you understand where I'm coming from. Like mm -hmm. if you tell me, Brown, like if you tell me that I'm not tripping, oh well fuck it, we're riding in. I ain't tripping. You see what I'm saying? Like if if T tells me you ain't tripping, alright. I I keep these people around me so that they can these people speak my language. Mm -hmm. So being around a lot of people and it they didn't speak my language, it was it was debilitating sometimes because I didn't feel like I could truly express myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I would be understood. But that is a that is another area of anxiety that you have to be aware of, ladies and gentlemen. You have to first define who you are so that you can know if it's you who are telling you what you are hearing. Sometimes that doubt that you're hearing, that's not you. That's not you. That's the enemy trying to get into your mind and discourage you from going forth and jumping out there and getting to your goals. Sometimes that's not you. Like sometimes, you know, they talk about women's intuition a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes that's women's intuition, but sometimes that's just a fool. Sometimes. Sometimes that's just a fool. Like sometimes, and that's what knowing you and knowing God really matters because 
sometimes you you will overthink yourself right out of a blessing. What? Like sometimes you'll overthink yourself right out of a blessing, and now you out here confused. Now you out here lost. Now you out here way worse than what you thought you was, all because you thought you were listening to yourself. And the whole time, it was something else playing in the background that you was trying to tap into. Like, why would I feel like coming to a radio station? Why would I honestly feel like I wouldn't be able to express myself when this is myself that I'm presenting? Mm -hmm. That's doubt that would have tapped into me, that would have closed me off and not allowed me to walk into this. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's a part of the battle that they don't tell you. They don't tell you about the part that sometimes the enemy is you. Sometimes you are your enemy. Sometimes you are your biggest opponent. Nobody's hating on you. You don't have haters. It's not the man. Sometimes it's just you. Sometimes you can talk yourself right out of a blessing and you'll leave with a lesson, but what care what why do you care about that like as much like if you would have just took time and listened to what was really real instead of trying to figure out you know what I'm saying Cause that, that was that was what I struggled with yes. i I was comfortable with playing in the background I was comfortable with like no nah, I got the idea let me give it to you and you go with yes, it yes well come on because it because the reason why i I was the way I was because I didn't know who I was supposed to be. Yeah. Like people used to say that all the time. What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be? I never had an answer. Mm -mm. And never had an answer. Even like in high school, I'm sitting here and I'm it's it's eleventh grade and it's like so. What do you want to be? I still don't have an answer. Still don't know. And then they ask you what you talented in, and I feel like everything that I'm talented in doesn't construct anything that was a financial gain at all. It's yeah. nothing that you can actually go to school and study for. So I was like, I don't, I really don't know. I never had a true answer. It wasn't until I started to talk about myself mm -hmm. that I started to realize what self was supposed to do in the first place. Yes. But you had to get to a point where you are actually by yourself. Yes. Because I had that moment. I had that moment for two years and. When I finally got out of it, it was, okay, I know what I need to do. Mm -hmm. And I started to put that element of myself in front of everything that I was doubtful about. Mm -hmm. And once that shell around it started to start to crack, I could see the things that started to sprout from it. Mm -hmm. And I started paying attention to those things, and that led me here. Mm -hmm. That's what led me to the point where I started to become more vocal. I realized that my, my voice is a weapon. Mm -hmm. And me saying something, me bringing attention to something or awareness to something can create a chain reaction where other people start to notice. Yes. Because if I'm someone who holds myself to a certain standard of behavior and expectation, then the people that I influence by what I say or what I do are then going to start to build the same level of self-esteem I have. Yes. Because they realize the same things that they have that are congruent. Yes, each one teach one. Absolutely. And you are the company that you keep. Um, I've been getting a lot of positive, a lot of positive feedback from men and from women about who I am and the importance of my opinions and the importance of my voice and just the work that I want to do. I've been having a lot of people we have been but just me as an individual as Annie's Austin as the person that I present to you guys every Wednesday 
in any other place y'all want us to be. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gang. Um, presenting this, this person to you every Wednesday has... It has brought me some of the most fascinating individuals that I could have. It's brought me a lot of fascinating, beautifully sold people. And I'm thankful for that experience. But these people have been telling me the importance of my voice and how they can see my spirit. And that's that's beautiful to hear when you feel as if when you you can recall when you were being drained, when your when your spirit is being drained. Like when we started this, y'all don't understand, like I was drained. We were drained emotionally and physically and financially. We were drained of every resource that we had, and it was the positive reformations that actually allowed us to keep going because we started to see that people see and hear us. We started to see that people really wanted us to speak on behalf of the things that they wanted to talk about, and it was almost when you attached a level of duty to this show, it made us not give up give a damn about what all we had to sacrifice to do this show mm -hmm. because it's worth it like anytime I can look in my comment section and I can see that people are resonating with the things that we are saying that means a lot because as much as I felt alone in the beginning now that I, now I know that I will never be again I know that there is a responsibility that I have to make sure that my words are plain and potent and potion filled <laughs> in order for you guys to wrap on to 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 just enjoy what I'm saying and I, I take this responsibility very seriously we had to sacrifice a lot to get here we had to we are still currently sacrificing a lot to be here but there's the difference between clocking into a job or having a mission and then reaching a purpose all purpose is is just it is a mission that you have that you have promoted yourself. It is a mission that you have taken on that is God's mission for you. That's exactly what purpose is. Me and Belle, I was gonna lie to y'all and say we don't know where all this where where all this is going to go. I was gonna tell you a lie, but instead I'll tell you a half truth. We got stuff coming. Yeah. But we don't know exactly what else we have on the end of the road. But we have stuff coming. And we, we're proud to say that because last year this time, we didn't even know if we was going to have stuff going. <laughs> but We didn't even know if we was going to have stuff going. We, we didn't know where we were going to be in life. Can you imagine being 29 years old and not having no idea what you're going to do for the rest of your life? You're just walking around. Wondering. Wondering. Aimlessly. Aimlessly. Knowing that you have talents, but not knowing how to move these talents into something that could be lucrative, lucrative enough to take care of your responsibilities, i.e. your family. The pain that comes from that, the, the trauma that comes from that, the pain that comes from that, it is like prison. Like, 
knowing you're destined for greatness and not knowing exactly how you're going to get there has to be the most painful hell to be in to a creative. Like when you are somebody that is passionate, becoming indifferent is a slow death. It is a slow, painful death feeling the joy and the passion drain from your body. It is something that I wish that I know somebody that's listening to this is going through that right now. Because that is so common with my generation. That is so common with the middle children. We have all of the ideas. A lot of people are so sad and depressed because they don't know what to do with their passion. They don't know what to do with their with the spirit in them. They want to do so many things, but they have no direction. A lot of people are burnt out because they're trying to fit themselves, their very big, bold selves, into this small box that society has placed them in by telling them that you need to A, go to college, B, get married, have children, C, go into an office job. It's a lot of right-minded individuals that are being forced into left-minded lifestyles. And that is what's killing us. That is what's hurting a lot of us right now. Because we are the 30-somethings now. We are the 30-somethings and we want... First of all, they told us that 30 years old was old. Yeah. We thought that 30-year-olds were supposed to be established and well-off and all of that. We thought that was something that we were... That's, that's where we were supposed to be. And then we hit 30 and we realized, man, this shit ain't never 25 part 2. What? <laughs> this is 25 part 2. Nigga, we really 25 and a half. <laughs> really? The last five years has been a, a, a repeat of 20 to 25. Just on a higher level. Jesus Christ. I, I think the, the, most, the most sobering thing was turning 30 and realizing that it's a, it's literally a spiritual awakening that happens, mm. and I can't speak for everybody. I know I can speak for me two times, but when I turned thirty, something happened. It was July fourth of last year, and I was feeling like I didn't want to do another thing with nobody. I got home from trying to see the fireworks show in downtown Birmingham, and I don't want to move. I didn't want to be bothered. I didn't want to talk. And it was a very, very, like, dormant place. And the next 10 days, so my birthday was on the 14th, the next 10 days were, like, a destruction prior. I was, I was tearing down everything that mentally that was keeping me from doing something. I, I stopped talking to, to, to certain people as much. I stopped going to certain places. I stopped. I, st I had to get myself in a place where I could hear me again. My birthday came, and just the sheer love that showed up to my house that day, I was like, okay, this is, this is fulfilling. And it's like every day after that, it's been, it's been a new day, and it's been a journey on top of it. And every day I get done, I look back, and it's like, okay, I got further than I got yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I'm gaining more ground. I'm moving faster than I did yesterday. Mm -hmm. And every day that I look back, I get that feeling. So it's like I'm never to the point where I'm running, but I'm never to the point where I'm stagnant either. And as long as I'm moving forward and that forward progression is ever present, like I don't have to worry about the the, the where specifically. Mm -hmm. I just have to worry about what's inside me first and foremost. Yes. And 
the where I'm supposed to be is going to make itself known. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, we, I think we get so consumed with the idea of where we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be doing, that we discount everything else regarding us specifically. Yes. Like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to do and be somewhere. And your only objective should really be making sure you get to the next day intact. That's it. And understanding what today was. And understanding what today was. Like, I, ladies, everybody that's on the live, but I'm talking to ladies specifically. You, when, when women insult other women, the thing they use the most is, you ain't married, you ain't got no kids, don't nobody want you. Like, your self-worth is almost tied into being what traditionally or societal, societal norms, so to speak. Your, your self-worth is tied into your ability to birth a child or to be a missus. Mm-hmm. That is how other women attack you. That is how you are essentially ranked in society. So, when you grew up, you probably had people say... You have you probably had people say, "Hey, you know, I want to be married by 25. Mm-hmm. 26, I want to have me a child. 28, I want to be, I want to buy me a house, and I want to live the rest of my life in this job that I've seen in on TV. I want, I want that." So a lot of the pain that a lot of us went through comes from finding out that a lot of what you thought isn't reality. A lot of what you thought, a lot of what you thought life was going to be like. Like God really looked at your plan and said, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's why. He looked at you, you and said, hold my war. Okay. <laughs> and turn it into wine. <laughs> yeah. Like, so the disappointment that you had with yourself. Like, a lot of us are still trying to forgive ourselves for promises we made to ourselves, not having the knowledge that we have today. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault that you're not married at 25, and it's not your fault that you're 30 with no children. There's nothing wrong with you in that capacity to where, just because it didn't go the way a generation before us went, that doesn't mean that you don't have any value or you aren't still growing. They tried to make you feel as if 30 years old was old. They tried to make you feel like you were supposed to be over and out and over the rainbow at this point. 30, oh no, you almost near retirement. 30 years old, you you too old to do this, you too old to do that. They kept you in a a position to where you attached the age you were to the way that you felt. Like, I look at the fact that black males aren't even making it to age 50. They are dying from heart disease and heart failure and kidney let down because we have to really look at the fact that a lot of us self-medicate because of the constraints that we have been placed in based on what society tells us that we should do at this point of our lives. And we went through that. 30 years old, I turned 30 and I let go of so many things. And to, just to be the woman who I am right now, it is frightening sometimes to cut loose from your old habits, your old mindsets. It is debilitating because more than likely you'll be you'll be killing a part of yourself, and that hurts. More than likely you'll be saying goodbye to a part of yourself, 
and that's that's painful that that is painful i feel as if you 30 year old young man young woman i i want you to understand that this journey is difficult but it is feasible oh yes it is very much so doable it's worth it and it's worth it it is fulfilling I, th I think the heaviest thing is coming to grips with everything that hurts ain't hurting you. Yes. Like, when you're... Hashtag everything that hurts isn't hurting you. Like, when when you have... When you're faced with, with strife or tribulation, sometimes it's a lesson. And the constraining part about the lesson is our refusal to see the lesson in it. So, we're receiving something that we're supposed to take heed to and we're choosing to ignore it or choosing to because it doesn't feel comfortable to us at first to die, to cast it aside or divest ourselves from it. And I think that that's a lot of the reasons why we get into those positions because understanding that I'm not in pain because I'm hurting. I'm in pain because I'm actually doing the things necessary to put myself in a better position. It's like working out. Your muscles hurt after you work out because yeah. they're getting stronger. Yeah. Like, they're tearing apart and building themselves it back together. It won't hurt always. It's not going Like, once you get to the point where your muscles have gotten used to the constant pressures of what you're exercising yourself into, the pain eases. And that's the thing about where we are now. The pain has... The pains that we had when we first started, we don't have those pains anymore. But now we also have the expectation that pain will come. Exactly. Because when you go to another level, or you go to a, 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 a higher level of where you were, the, the, the resistance that comes with it, that's a different level of resistance. Because yeah. going from the ground to step one, that's easy. But it's hard because it's a start. It's but when like, you get to step two, you look back, you realize how easy it actually was. Right. It's, it's like, and like RPGs. There's a, there's a time that you're playing the RPG, like a role-playing game, an adventure game. It's a, it's a time that you go through fighting monsters just to level up. Just so that you can make sure that whatever higher up boss that's on this level, you will be in top tier condition to face them. You will be on the appropriate level in order to be successful at fighting your main boss. You're going to go through many, 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 many trials and tribulations. But that is to make sure that before you go to the next phase in your life, you can defeat whatever this main boss is. Whatever this main boss is, you'll be able to have the knowledge, the experience, and the level capacity to be able to go forward in any other dynamic onto the next level. We have to be able to give ourselves credit for lasting. I think what happens is while we're in the middle of a fight, we start talking about how much we are getting hit. Without acknowledging the fact of how many hits we did not take. Without looking at how many things we did not go through as a, as a means to like how much defense that we actually worked up. We put so much time on acknowledging the negative things like man that happened to me. But we don't give ourselves enough credit for being able to move, maneuver around other things. Like, that may have got you, 
but look at how much didn't get you because you had the experience and the level and you had the training necessary to be able to avoid those things whatever is coming at you you need to go through that and you must also acknowledge the fact that you aren't going to go through anything with a perfect health bar you are going to take some hits that is what's going to happen that is what's going to happen you have to take these hits in order for you to be able to see what your problem areas are ladies and gentlemen we have to be able to give ourselves credit give yourself credit give yourself enough give yourself enough give your heart enough to let it know that you appreciate it for enduring speak onto yourself speak life into yourself thank yourself for having the endurance necessary to go for knowing that you properly prepared and you are prepared to battle on behalf of you give yourself credit for the things that you have done in order to maintain you acknowledge yourself for who you are completely you are a fortress not for them but for yourself you get up every day and you go out here and you make it happen you take some L's but as I tell my brother I tell my family and I'm gonna tell y'all we count every win on this team no matter how small it is because we feel every L we take we count every last W it is the year of the W because no matter how small your win is you need to capitalize it because every loss we feel it you feel every loss you take and there's nothing wrong with that you have to be able to put on the full armor but you also must be allowed you must be strong enough to bear it yeah yeah just like that the strongest armors the heaviest all that heavy armor that people was wearing yeah, it'll protect you, but it can also hurt you if you're not strong enough to wear it. Mmm. Walking around with your grandma trauma. Mmm. Mmm. I, I, oh, that was good. Yes, it was. Mm. Let, let that breathe. Mm. Getting to a point. Where hey, Ralph. Getting to a point where you can actually understand that everything that's happening to me. Is something I need to pay attention to instead of running from it. Yeah. Because that was my issue. When something got to to the point where I couldn't tolerate it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I could be out of here. Oh, I don't got to deal with this. Still, still. And now still when, struggling with that one. Now when you get to a point where it's like I ha you know your strength. When you realize what your strength is, and something happens, you know that what's happening you can beat. So it's like okay, let me see what all this gonna come with first. Yeah. And then once you start to see everything, you know what you need to do to beat it. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's all you got? Bet. Let me move this out of the way. Because I, I don't need to waste any more energy running. Exactly. Let me I'm, just deal I'm, with I'm this. wasting energy that I could use going forward by running from the issues that's happening to me. That I could defeat and beat. Because you have, if it's on this level, you, you have the, you, you've had every opportunity to gain the, the, the training. To beat this because it's on your level already baby rpgs included you're only seeing this enemy because you can beat it this this enemy is only in the place that you are in because you can defeat it it is in your level range 
If you are a level 10, you will see monsters that go up all the way to level 12. It is within your range. You must work for it, though. You're not going to be level 10 and then just come off in here like, yeah. Yeah. Level 55, I'm coming up. You will die. Because the problems get harder. Mm-hmm. And you're not prepared for that. You're not prepared for that. The level you want is supposed to teach you exactly what you need to know. Getting your daily bread mm -hmm. to get to the next one. When you get to the next level, you're going to start to see everything that you went through in the in, on the level prior start to come into fruition. And now you get to move different. It's like watching the same movie over again so you mm -hmm. know what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. some, things, some of the things in your life are going to play out just that vividly. Yes. You will go through something at one stage of your life. And you will enter another phase in your life and you feel like this is something that circumvented itself back. No. This is another fight. Mm -hmm. This is something that you already saw before. So you need to take heed to how you did it last time and where you went afterwards. Mm -hmm. And yeah. now you can see that I have the strength to beat this because I see what I didn't do last time. Yes. yes. You have to stand in that truth and understanding that I have, I have the power necessary to defeat I whatever I have the power. He man. <laughs> My bad, y'all. <laughs> It's a, uh, it's 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 really a sobering feeling to wake up and feel like your day is on repeat. Yes. Like when you feel like you know everything that's gonna take place in your day, so you don't even see a point in living it. Fifty first days. But imagine how your folks feel looking at you go through what you're going through and knowing that they can't save you from it because it's yours to fight. Yeah. They I mean, looking at you live every day, every day. Like we are so thankful for the people for, for the people that's on this live right now and the people who watch and listen to our content all over Anchor, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Breaker. We are thankful that for these people that do that. But the most beautiful thing about it is most of them already knew we would do this. We didn't know. That's right. We didn't know that. We part of part of, of of part of controlling your emotions and mastering your energy is being able to see how others see you. I need y'all to really really grasp what I'm saying. And I'm not talking about people. Who are haters. We're not. We're past that. Because right now we're just talking about you. Who can often be your biggest hater. Acknowledging your power. And who you are as a person. Sometimes you need to turn around. And look at the way. People look at you. Don't run from it. Don't make an excuse for it. Don't say oh. They just treat me like that. Because they like a joke. No. You need to be able to recognize your power. Recognize the things that people say about you. And the things that people are willing to do for you. Recognize your ability to command a room. To command attention. To work well under pressure. To be able to work well with others. Recognize exactly what your positive traits are. And then realize it because other people will tell you. Don't run away from that. Don't feel like you're being arrogant. Accept 
what is being said to you if you know that it speaks directly to you. Don't doubt what's being said to you. Recognize what is being said to you. They told Brown, they told both of us that we spoke really well. And here I am, this very, very quiet, little weird, awkward chick with a big afro and a filthy mouth. <laughs> and I couldn't believe that people actually would resonate with the things that I was saying. But no matter how far you run away from what you're trying to do, no matter how much you try to deny what it is you're trying to do, you will come back to this level. And you will accept exactly what it is. Now you can do this the easy way, or you can do this the hard way. The choice is yours. And I made the decision to do that. I, I made the decision to to embrace what people were saying about me and just believe it for myself because it wasn't like I wasn't privy to my power. I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't pay attention to what we're talking about. I can be quiet and I enjoy being quiet. But when people start talking to me about crazy stuff, I just flash out. That's that lightning y'all be seeing. At any rate, you have to embrace who you are. You have to embrace who you are. You have to be able to see who you are and welcome what they say to you. They're not lying. And you are you can do all things that you would like to do, man. We were so comfortable with being in the background, though. Yeah. We thought our ideas were great. We thought our ideas were good, but, but just not great. Yeah, we, we thought we needed somebody else to to do it for us, you know. That's crazy, Donnell, that you would even say that. That's why <laughs> that's why that you would say that. That's crazy. Up, alive, that's man. crazy. I mean, that's crazy. That's wild. You ain't even have to say that. That's <laughs> that's wild, wild, wild. You acting wild for a black and mild in all of a miss. That's crazy. But yeah, I'm just gonna be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Capping loud, acting wild for a black and wild and all the miss. <laughs> but I just don't understand why everybody just been nick, nick, nick at me for the past two days just trying to pull my card. Like, uh, well, big joke on the beach. I, one part of it is, <laughs> I know, and I have friends that can attest to, we all have had our respective struggles at the same time, and. It was one in particular. Me and Dre sat out outside my mama's house. I think between us, we had like $8 to our name. This is like early 2011. And sitting there and understanding that you have to make a move. You can't sit right here. Because where you're supposed to be needs you more there than where you are right now. Yeah. And the longer you sit here, the more the where you supposed to be deteriorates. Mm -hmm. Because right now you got the, the you got the time, mm -hmm. and the longer you wait to make a move towards it, that situation starts to deteriorate more and more because you don't have as much time to construct that that picture or that place that you're supposed to go to, the way that it's supposed to be, mm -hmm. or the way that it was intended to be. Mm -hmm. I think when you get to the aspect of looking at each struggle or each thing that takes place in your life as okay. 
and move this to the side because I don't necessarily need to deal with that. That ain't something that I have to go through. You don't have to acknowledge the people in your life that speak negatively to you. That's not your struggle. Your struggle isn't the people that speak down on you. The haters are not a part of the struggle. They will come anywhere. It don't matter. Like that's that's, that's what they that's, do. That's the background. That's that's the the little things that walk across the floor on the board game. Like it 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 it, 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 it equates to nothing. Mm -hmm. It's when you take the things that people that you care about and you use those things that happen to you and you consider those things to be your fault and you're walking around with trauma that ain't yours. You're, and you're walking, walking around, around with, <laughs> with, with issues and, and struggles and you're trying to say that because this happens around me, it's happening to me too. Mm -hmm. And that's never the case. Like The people around you that struggle with you. Their struggles aren't your struggles. And your struggles aren't theirs. But. You have to have the emotional intelligence to say. I'm going to handle what's mine. I'm not going to take on everything that you got. And put it on top of me. And help you work yours out. And not acknowledge myself. Yes. Because I'm going to wake up three or four years from now. With everything that I started helping you with. Still here. Yeah. It's okay for you to champion your friends. It is okay for you to support everybody. But my brother said you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot be in a position to where you are giving. And you are not in a situation to where you are actually living with any of these things. Mm -hmm. Like, I think for the past five years, I, like, I have been existing. And I realized that I wanted life. I wanted to actually actually live. I've been existing. I've been conscious, I guess, you know, but I I haven't been able to actually live. It's like people in prison, they're alive. But they're not living. They're existing. They're existing. They're they're they just waking up. They doing they're doing the bare minimum. You know, they don't have anything that's actually happening to them right right now so I want you to understand that man it's okay for you to cheer for your folks but you have to do your work yourself like it got to the point where my friends like my, my family literally had to make me stop giving compliments because I didn't and I, I still really don't enjoy attention it's just like whenever somebody compliments me I'd be like hell yeah but she you don't <laughs> but you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, you look pretty, friend. You know what? But you got that jaws ass. They ain't gonna do it like you. Shining right now. You, you really doing what you got to do for you to do it. I really had to give myself something. And that's what I want you to do. Give yourself something, yo. Like, be giving, but don't, don't become synonymous with being the person that gives. Because once you're synonymous with the giver, it's not people who need who gonna come to you anymore. It's gonna people who don't even need. They want to take. They just want to take it. This is a world that that a lot of us, a lot of people have a conquer mindset. They want to conquer all things. Oh, you giving some? Shit, let me take five of them. And they don't need it. Mm -mm. They don't need what you have to give. You know what I'm saying? I done seen niggas steal free lunch. <laughs> <laughs>
steal a loaf of bread and won't make a sandwich when he get home. Just to have it. Just to have it. Like, I've seen people let bread go bad, but they got the bread because it was on sale. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. You just want it because it's an all is given, and you have to be able to protect yourself because everybody who coming to you don't need what you're giving. Especially when you ain't even the first person in line to get what you give It's like the owner of the shop paying for, for breakfast. Bitch. The, the owner of the barbershop got to pay to get a haircut. Shit. You made the chicken. Now you got to pay for it. Man. <laughs> that's crazy. Y'all wild. Y'all is crazy. I hate everybody that's coming. I hate that. That mindset. That. The world has allowed for the givers and the healers to be afraid to shine. Because they are afraid to be taken advantage of. Because that such is the nature of man, you know. Such is the nature of man. Like we we are a hoarding nation at this point because we are trying to fill up spaces that are empty within us. We are trying to hoard things that we don't necessarily need in order to fill up the vacancy that's inside of us from trauma that we have not gotten to the core of yet. And that is allowing us to feel full but not fulfilled. Shondo. Oh, <laughs> like, it's allowing you to feel as if you are in purpose because you're doing things on purpose. You're not necessarily working inside of your purpose. You're just going with the motions. And as a result, we're just aimlessly wandering around. Wandering around. And it's like the people who want to help are, are becoming... The people who want to help are becoming very, very, very pushed into not wanting to help because they see the nature of the beast out here. Mm -hmm. I mean, last last week's show, we talked about, you know, black righteousness and, and the, 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 the things that Robert F. Smith did on behalf of, you know, a yeah. whole class from Morehouse. Like, the, the many contributions this man has made. And for some type of reason, he was degraded. And we said then that that's something if you want to do something bigger than yourself, you're going to run into a lot of people talking negatively to you. But we also want you to understand you're going to run into a lot of people that will try to use you. And this is the reason why many Robert F. Smiths don't exist outwardly. They exist quietly like this man was up until about 2015. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to put yourself on the, on, the, on the front row because you don't want to to get people that's going to come and try to attack you or try to take something away from you. This is the importance of mastering your energy and controlling your emotions and denying your flesh. This is the recipe. You want to walk within your purpose. You want to do great things. You are a great, beautiful being. And you are simply scared because you don't know what's waiting for you at the end of this road and you know that something is going to have to die inside of you to do it well this is the journey thus far for us hell yes I was scared 
some days I'm I'm scared more now than before because there are a lot more things on the table that can hurt you that can hurt you and there are a lot more things that we have to risk I, the the challenge to me has been not only time management because I think that that, that gets to a point where you start to do it yourself. Hey, I'm a G. When you start to put certain things, certain things at a level of importance, and you know what your worth is at this point, I'm not going to give time and attention and energy to things that keep tearing away. Mm -hmm. So time management works itself out. Mm -hmm. Because the things that you used to do to supplant your time, the things that you did for fun, you're going to start to cut those things off as you notice who you're supposed to be. Oh, yes. So you're going to get to a point now where it's like, I don't have to structure this amount in and that amount in to do whatever I need to do. I need to just focus on the things at hand, the yeah. task at hand, and yeah. the things that are closest to me that I directly affect. If you have children, caring after those children is directly connected to you. Uh -huh. That is part of your obligation. That's part of your time management. So you already filter them in. Exactly. So the things that the people that you used to kick you with that you feel like you're growing you never, apart from. Yeah. I mean, we ain't, y'all I mean, y'all don't, we don't rock like we used to. Well, if people are telling you that they don't rock with you and you know for a fact that you're bettering yourself. And you ain't did nothing, nothing wrong. You ain't did nothing to you. You ain't did people. nothing. Then that shows the people that, that shows, that's the line in the sand. You know where they stand now. Yeah. You have an issue with me being better than the person I was. You have an issue with me taking control of who I am. Mm. Because now when I'm not in the control of you, whenever I'm not doing something that supports or directly benefits you, you not have an issue with it. Yeah. You have an issue with me being a giver and giving to myself. Yes. Because they can't they can't get in on that. They can't get in on that. Like it is that's that's something else that, that hurts. Like you when you start doing for yourself, you will start seeing people upset with you for doing it as if you have not done enough for them. Like you will get people who will have the audacity, the temerity. The unmitigated God. <laughs> to come at you because you aren't available for them. Like you can say yes for at least five years and the first time you say no, all of a sudden you acting different. The red flags, ladies and gentlemen, you simply do you doing the simplest things will annoy so many people that you will be thankful by the end of it because now you will have a land a line in the sand. Mm -hmm. If me deciding to turn my phone off and, and not engage in a conversation just so I can get some time to myself because I need to burn out. If that bothers you and I'm met with attitude and some crazy shit the next time I talk to you, wow, you got to get blocked. <laughs> Like, for real. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck they gonna say. <laughs> like, you got to get blocked. You have to get put in time out because that's some negative stuff that I'm trying to... Hey, man. Mm. Controlling your emotions. Anger is one of those emotions. Everything don't require a reaction. Everything does not require a reaction. You have to understand that everything does not require a reaction anymore. Sometimes you're going to have to let people just, uh. But on the flip side of that. On the flip side of that. Man. Sometimes you got to check. Mm. 
Just one good time. Just make an example. Just one good time. It's, it's people but pick that, and choose your battles. It's people that walk around who have things happen to them that they stow away and it feeds the energy inside them. Now, if you have the emotional intelligence to use it properly, you can take the things that happen to you and feed it into this dark place and it propels you forward. Because mm-hmm. every part of you that you can construct to something positive is still for progression. Yes. It's when you allow that anger or that fervor you're starting to build to strip you of to everything. Strip you mm-hmm. Or to cast you into a place that you can't come back from. Yeah. When you allow your anger to put you in a position to be in jail or dead, those are things that aren't going to benefit you at all. But and I- you're allowing yourself to use this, this, this energy negatively. Mm-hmm. When you use anger in a positive way, it's not using your anger to fight mm-hmm. people. It's not using your anger to That's be loud and belligerent. Mm-hmm. It's using your anger to say, what's going on around me, I don't appreciate, I don't like, I don't want any parts of it. It's placing boundaries around yourself. Like, it's placing boundaries around yourself. Like, to all of the religious people that's on the live right now, we, religion casts Jesus Christ as this, turn the other cheek, I'll take whatever you want to give me. But nobody really talks about the time and the one time that we actually saw Jesus get mad. He got mad. If Jesus could get angry, why do you feel like anger is something that you must strip yourself away from completely? Why do you feel like that's something that you should that you should compress? No, master it. Learn to work with it. If something happens to you, it is natural for you to get angry. It is natural for you to have a reaction to somebody disrespecting you or disrespecting your time and not wanting to work around the boundaries that you have set. You're damn right you made. Now what you do after that determines your emotional intellect. Your emotional intelligence. Your ability to master your emotions and allow them Allow yourself to work them and not them to work you. Controlling your energy. Man, energy is it is ever-present, man. You know what it's like to be around somebody and instantly feel like this person isn't somebody that you should dabble with. Controlling your flesh. Denying your flesh. That sounds like sex, right? That sounds like, hey, don't have, don't have sex, but... Denying your flesh is simply saying to you, hey, you do not have to be a slave to what you want to indulge in. I'm not saying don't have sex. I'm saying don't have sex to the point where you dismiss everything else. Don't blindly go out here and be a slave to your your vices. You might be hungry, yes, hey. But you don't need to eat that. You need to be able to practice some type of limitation, some type of discipline discipline in this process. That's not saying get away from anything that you want to. I'm saying establish some level of discipline in your life so that that discipline will be a, a backdrop for you to be able to have a tighter reign on your emotions and your energy. 
establish how far you will go. Say that inside if it's so no matter how mad you are, no matter how happy you are, no matter how giggly, no matter how sad, happy, man, any of these emotions, no matter how much of this you are, you need to establish discipline so that you won't even go that far no matter what emotion it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, no matter what emotion it is, you need to be able to say, okay, hey, this is about as far as I can go with this one. Mm -hmm. You got to know when your stop is. <laughs> you gotta know. Yeah. You always gotta know your stop. Yeah. And understanding that you can tap into the part of you that recognizes it, because if you're living for other people, you're not gonna know where your stop at. Cause you on the you on the bus because somebody else is. But rough is a rough is a preacher. First of all, my brother's a prophet. That man said, "Let God use you and lay hands on a fuck nigga." He sound like Ply. He sound like me, gang. Yeah, <laughs> but no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm really at a place now where it's it's understand like my day my day to day now is wonderful, Tiffany. It's been ice cream. It's been met with things that I know are in place just to upset me. Yes, sir. Like when you can you you're gonna get to a point in your journey where you start to walk and you start to see stuff that's literally there just to make you mad. It serves yes. no other purpose yes. than being there. Like it's bro, when you when you. you put the glasses on, you can see everything that's that's you start seeing stuff once you walk up on it. Like my air conditioner not working. Sounds small because you right, ain't in the midst of it. Alright, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. Okay, okay. Y'all know how hot it is outside though. And I have a mother and a little brother who I who I take care of, who I look out for. And it's hot. And it's hot as hell outside, so you know inside of a home, and it's been like that for a couple of days. I just got off the phone with maintenance and my mother before we got on, t on, on, on camera. Like, I pray to God that this AC is working when I get home. Because if it is not, then I'm going to have some problems denying my flesh. I'm going to have some problems because I'll knock all this shit over. I'm going to have some problems <laughs> mastering my emotions and controlling my energy. I'm going to have some problems with that because, <laughs> yeah, though, because cause rent coming. Y'all going to want rent on time. You see what I'm saying? And it's it's small things like that. Like, you know what you know how it is with niggas when they get high. Y'all know how y'all is when you get high. You know what I'm saying? But... Y'all don't know how I am when I get hot. But you know who do? Me. I know exactly how I am when I get hot. That's the reason why I ain't been bothering nobody. I, I know what it's like and I'm I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I just don't I just knock all this shit over. Bitch, I I'm just it's on. I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it. Y'all see my hair? Who was finna twist their hair and get cute? I got real life problems going on. And y'all just heard us about a doggone AC talking about some damn bitch. I done fucked around and got mad. I, I did so well without using profane language. Ooh, I did so well, y'all. I'm so sorry. But I'm human and this is what this all is. This is the journey thus far. This is what I'm trying to try right now. But I'm letting y'all know. It ain't easy. And God ain't through working on me. 
God ain't through working on me because I'm saying right now, I'm rubbing my thighs to stop my hands from shaking because I just got bad. It's just crazy. It's like one thing I know I've been dealing with, and especially recently. Is I on rough? I, I have a mother. My mother is yeah. in her 50s. Um, due to the way her upbringing was and the way um, she has manipulated some strongholds in her life, it has gotten to a point where her health has become a concern. Um, As with all of us and our ailing mothers and fathers. Her, her health <laughs> has gotten her to the point where her blood pressure has started to run high and quite often. And, hey, Portia. And. Portia. Now so it's. Weedy. Now it's to a point where recently, over the past month, her blood pressure has went over 200 three times. Mm. And we're starting to get her in practices that are more healthy and to <coughs> lower her blood pressure. But there's something that's causing it to escalate. And after sitting down and talking to her about it, she feels like some of it may be stress-related, which is feasible. Um, having things happen to my mother is very frustrating because you see how you could actually implement a change, but you're trying to argue with someone who is grown, who helped raise you about them. And the frustrating part is when... You try to help someone that you know needs it, that you care about, but they don't seem to hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That's a hurdle that I had to, to, that I'm currently jumping. Going beyond that, the thing that deals with anger is I have people who elect to tell me about how my mother is doing. Like, I'm not the person in contact with her. Like, I'm not the person that's running errands and getting medicine. I could choose to let Bear out at that point and just have him regulate. But I can't because of what's, what is going to happen to me in the process. I can't jeopardize myself because I feel like my anger at this point in time just wants to, to be out. what it is. Yeah. I, outside of those, outside of that dynamic, I work in Tuscaloosa. I drive about an hour to work every day. Now, after about I'm out, I'm out, I've been at this position about almost two years. That constant back and forth at first was fine. I, I could, I had time. I knew how to manage everything. I only had one job. Now I got two. And the things that's required, you know, the things that's required for stop it. The, th <laughs> the things that's required for this need more time. Yeah. They need time to actually let things grow and manifest the way they're supposed to. Shout out to Plain Man that's showing the line. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plain Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prince Uchi. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We get a lot of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. This for them hoes shaking that ass. Hey, buy that real nasty, nasty. Yeah, she's so sweet and so class. Class. Push it up, then the ass. Hey, buy that shit. Did that work? Yeah, what you got on there, that skirt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. thought that that shit that that worked. Bend it over, make it twerk. Girl, you a freak. I'm already knowing you finna run up my account. <laughs> it don't matter no amount. I don't even have to count. Turned up no in the veal. Yeah, go get you a seal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say, I can't even say plan, man. I really can't. 
really can't. I really can't. What's up, Sly? <laughs> Every time the man playing the, the, the one playing man, man. I'm not really studying home for real. The next for real. 45 seconds. Go. <laughs> Just can't. Anyway. I know that's your boy. Get no fuck. That's what you told me. A wicked kid, man. She can get gangsta. Sincerely, plain money. I'm just trying to maintain. Stay loyal to the game. My niggas on the same thing. We on the money train. Got no time for no lane. Y'all stay where y'all at? DJ wanna play this. They wanna run it back. Call me main safe in. I'm trying to run the rat. Throw it on the freaking out. Like I just got my tag. I'ma go get that. <laughs> Y'all check out. Go on, the YouTube, go on the YouTube. Type in "Clay Main Run It." That is gonna be the hottest song of the summer. Turn up in a bill. First. Yes, yeah, sir. Certified by Smash Bros. Radio. Quit playing, Quit playing hope. But yeah, when you have the things that you deal with on a daily basis, actually peering this head into the things that you know aren't being affected. By what's happening in your outside life. Your purpose is one for inside of you. The things that you have to do to get to your purpose. The things that you have to overcome. That's not the struggle. Because when you start walking on this pathway. The doors are going to open up as you get to them. Yes sir. You can't look ahead and see. Okay it's six locked doors. I don't have no keys. I can't go right here. That's the struggle. Yeah. No. Uh -huh. That's the walk. You got to take. That's the journey. You got to take your lumps. Yeah, you got to give them. Like DC Comics, Cinematic Universe ain't prepared to do. But we'll talk about it later. Uh, we got to, you got to take, you got to take your bruises. You got to take your bruises. And you got to be able to, to be able to show those off as part of your warrior story. That's just your camouflage. All the bruises that, all the bruises that you done took, all the scars that you done acquired throughout this journey. Just going day to day, going through all of the things that you are going through. That is just a part of your story. But the battles that you will have, the most important battles that you will have sometimes will be with yourself. And you have to come out of that one way or another. Either this portion of you wins or this portion of you wins. Either way it go, you got to make a decision for numero uno, which is yourself. You have to be able to understand that everything that's happened to you is tailor-fitted to you. That's a part of your story. Your struggle. The bigger you get, the small things won't bother you anymore. This just come with the territory. Let me get this out. You know, how, you know how sometimes you try to go get advice from people? Uh-huh. And the advice don't seem to mesh up well as it's supposed to, so you kind of discourage it. Yeah. How many times have you been in a situation, you yourself, and the realization of how to beat it, it didn't come from the advice from somebody else. It happened because you realized something yourself. Yes. Yes. Like, I, I think we get discouraged when we put ourselves into this position where the advice we got was the gospel that we need to take. And I'll take all of it as it is and keep moving. Sometimes you need to take the meat and spit the bones. Yes, sir. Come on in here. Everything that everybody tells you isn't the gospel that you're supposed to hear. Because you yourself still have a voice yourself. Yes. And you haven't listened to it. You have to be able to... You got you to minister to you. Exactly. Who know you better than you? So when you hear people say things to you about what you could be doing, what you should be doing, they're trying to advise you 
on your placement of where you're supposed to be. You listen for the key words about what this person's saying that already aligns to what your spirit is telling you. Yeah. You can take that. Yeah. Everything else that doesn't seem congruent, the things that you know about yourself already that you choose not to admit to, or the two the things that you try to overlook as maybe not now, not right now, or maybe that ain't everything. Like those things that you hear, when you hear that voice that's pulling you out of yourself, stand in that. That comes from Sit knowing yourself. Know thyself. Know thyself. Physician heal thyself. You need to be able to know you and know what is best for you. And know what you are receiving. Know what you are feeding yourself. Know what you are feeding your spirit. Everybody who comes with advice is not speaking to you. Sometimes they are just simply projecting what they want for you. Man, if I was you, I'll... Man, why you do it like this? Man, you should have did it like this. This is coming from people who have never take, done any of what you're saying. Like, stop taking critique from people who ain't never built anything. They've never built nothing, but they going to tell you how to do it. What Jay said? No, mind. I got a Jay line. It'll come to me in a minute. But sometimes you have to be able to just realize what's going on and who's saying it to you. And that comes with discernment. That comes with knowing yourself and knowing the source of your power, knowing who God is. That's where that comes from. Everybody that's out here is not trying to speak highly of you in order to put you at a higher place. Sometimes people will build you up just to see you fall. Well, they'll build you up just to capitalize off of Falling. They want to watch you hit the ground. That's why we move right along with them. And they didn't know we knew how to fly. No matter where you kick us off, we will be able to hit the ground peacefully. The amount of damage we're going to take is the kick that you gave us. But it's, got, it's all good. No matter where you place us at, and no matter how many people try to push the witty committee off of his pedestal, you don't, understand, you don't understand what it took for us to gain our wings. We won't hit the ground again. You might see us fall, but we won't hit the ground and become comatose and take that much damage. And all we're going to do is climb up even higher. But we understand that is the nature of the beast. That is the nature of what we got going on. That's the reason why we come here and tell y'all what it is. And we kick flavor to ourselves. And we kick flavor to our people that's in our circle because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we are two people who are just on a podcast, on a radio show. Smash Brothers Radio Show, by the way. Smash Brothers Radio. Quit playing a whole follow the page. All right. We are just two people who, who are showing you and being vocal enough about it. Like, hey, man, we been fucking up. We be going through it. But we look so good when we step out, don't we? We look so good when we step out. Because it's character. You can't diminish the character of a person. You can't dull the shine, Shadow. You cannot dull the shine. It's in you, not on you. It's in you, not, not on, on you. Anyway. Uh, I'm, understand that people who feel like they can advise you on who you're supposed to be, like Anise said, are speaking from a place of who they think you are. My entire life I've been met with who you play for, why aren't you in the league, why aren't you playing ball no more? 
Man, I know some rap artists right now that you can be security for. You can make $700, $800 a night. I've always been fed this jargon that my size was my bread and butter. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, I mean, he and it tall, is. he big. Yeah, that's cool. But my mind was always my biggest weapon. Because nigga niggas ain't out here trying to run into no 16 bank teller talking about some, yeah, bro, I put 20s in there. They scared to count their money in front of you. <laughs> you saying I'm stealing my nigga died. Now you can slap the nigga face off. <laughs> Yeah, niggas think, man, shoot. But niggas scared to... I, what? I, I've, I've been met with... Niggas selling you phones. I've been met with... <laughs> consistently... People feeding me what they wanted me to be for them. Or what they wanted... What they saw me being because they didn't see a, what my talent was or what I was... My, what my purpose was in this life. Right. So, I've went through a lot and always centered myself around, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm this size. I need to use it for something. Mm -hmm. And the way I needed to use it wasn't the element that I ever saw I needed to use it. I've had every security style job there is. I worked for armored car carriers. I worked in vaults. I've worked personal security detail. I've taken every self-defense class that the state of Alabama will let you take to garner a guard license. I've had pistol, uh, pistol license. I've had TSA clearance. I've had a security clearance. I've had um, weapons training. With everything that I've been through that's centered around defense, security, and, and my size being oriented as my gift, I never implemented what exactly how powerful my mind was. I never talked <clears throat> about what I could actually construct using words. Because that was the one thing that was the constant compliment from the people that got to know me. And that was the one thing that people who weren't really trying to know you were trying to utilize you for. Oh, we could use this nigga as a shield. He's the enforcer. Mm -hmm. Physically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm the superstar, but he gonna enforce. When in reality, you you are somebody that's supposed to... You move without actually moving. And that's true power. True power is being able to take advantage and utilize the resources that you have. None of that has anything to do with anybody getting their, their shoes dirty or getting their face ripped off. At least not physically. You have the most impact when you choose to let your mouth form words that can pierce into a person's psyche. That is a talent. That is a God-given talent. And you are a leader of men and women. They will listen. It has always been a divine talent of yours. And now they will witness because you've always been meant to do this regardless of the size because I'm a firm believer and we will never know that if you was 5'10 you will still command the amount of respect that you command once people have a conversation with you because you're more than just a big ass do 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 ass nigga because every big nigga don't get respect you a grown man who has stature and in that chooses to still walk around and, pro and provide chips and dip like you come with respect and that's exactly what that is and that's exactly how it always has been with you I and most of the people that are listening to this song like we have been placing ourselves in the background because we were we knew that we knew how to talk to people we just didn't know that we were going to talk for people and that's a heavy responsibility for people who didn't know who they were two years ago. Man.
Because you could take what happened even today. Like, we and Anise are just sitting in the car and the radio's on. And in the process of listening, I started to hear how constrained we are as a generation. Beautiful done, sir. So, when you are fixed with people who are speaking to you in a way where it's automatically your fault. Yes. Where it's automatically everything that's wrong with the world is on you because it happened while you were existing. You don't look at who planted the seeds. Mm -hmm. Who planted the seeds is a person is the reason why the tree why you can't put a picnic table here because there's a tree here. Not because I sat near the tree. I'm not responsible for the tree because I'm the closest person to it. Yeah. The people that tilled the ground before me and laid the seeds of where this tree is is the reason why the tree's here. Yeah. So when the tree mm -hmm. doesn't bear the fruit that's necessary for the area that it's in, then it's not my it's fault. It's not my fault. Like, if all of us have been raised inside of trauma, why are people acting as if we, us being traumatic, is something that's surprising? You're damn right a lot of us suffer from anxiety and depression and we drink and we smoke because a lot of us were raised in environments that were traumatic as hell and we didn't even know it we had no idea that a lot of the things that we have stamped as normal are rooted in trauma and all of a sudden all we get which is why the middle generation is so important because the younger children up under us, the younger generation up under us is judged by this older generation who says, y'all didn't grow up like we did. These children out here done lost their mind. They crazy. They crazy. They out here as if you weren't a curious individual. If these kids got internet. They got immediate access to everything that we had to get out here and work for. And the older generation can't even wrap their mind around how we did it. We the generation that grew up inside of the internet. We grew up with the internet. Hell, we knew how to work Facebook. We created it. We created it. You had to have a collegiate. Uh, there was a high school section of Facebook. And there was a collegiate side of Facebook. You had to be personally invited onto Facebook. That's the reason why a lot of us are friends now. That's the reason why Anise Austin is on your friend request and on your friends list and I have no idea who you are, but I've seen all of your children grow up to be. Congratulations on the on the children, sis. They're beautiful. You're doing real good. I've seen every relationship you'd have been in. I was there when you got the new house and the new car. I saw the argument you had with your baby daddy. And I've never been in the same room with you. Sir, I done seen you go from a hardcore street nigga into a corporate America young man. I'm proud. Like I went, to, like, like I literally was in your in your your graduating class. But all of the people that we see on Facebook, like we we know what it's like for for our parents to tell us what we're not doing correctly. So we can empathize with the children that's up under us. Because they're preaching the same sermon. Because they're preaching the same sermon to them without turning the mirrors around and looking at themselves. We have committed to not making that same mistake. It ends with us. No, 
We are not going to raise people who do not know the importance of mental health and know that that directly correlates with physical health. We are not raising ignorant children who do not understand emotions. We are not shaming people for feeling emotions and then telling them that they need to let them dissipate from themselves. Like We are not dismissing people further perpetuating this trauma that continues and it continues and it continues. We can identify with our elders. We can understand their grievances because a lot of the stuff that our, that our juniors are doing, we don't like it. But we also know that there's nothing beneficial about chastising anyone without any form of correction. You will not sit here and berate these kids and these children and these people and, our, and us. You will not make it seem like we the crazy ones. As if you didn't hand us a box of bullshit and told us to flourish. What the fuck we supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm supposed to do with this? You talk about school, talk about how millennials did this. Man, y'all handed us a fucked up economy. In order for us to go into anything great, we feel like we have to go off to college because that's what you told us. You did give us no real options on how to progress further. A lot of us are going to college because that is what you are told to do. We are going to college without no true financial literacy. Like kids are leaving home not understanding credit. They're getting credit cards and just attributing that to being free money. Speak fact. Like we are raising, we have been raised emotionally incompetent. We have not been given the tools to be able to prosper, but we did. So rather us see the generation after us go through that, we decide that we will bear the brunt of whatever our elders are saying, but also swing back. Because you're not going to have us out here seeming like we're just lost and mindless. Why are we lost and mindless? Did you think that nobody ever, have you stopped to consider that nobody ever sat down and told us that, it, that, that what we were doing was flawed? And have you also considered that no one told us because our elders didn't even know that they were flawed? Because they can't admit it now. Because they can't admit it now. But we're not looking to save our elders. They've done, they've, they've done their work. We just need to get out of the way. We just need... And, and, and let's, let's not make it seem like the elders are the, 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 the complete bad. Mm -mm. They want to know... Some of them don't mind taking a step. They tired. They deserve to have their feet propped up. But how can they leave when we won't even stand? How can you leave office without an understudy? Uh -huh. A successor. A successor. How can you leave that? So, I can go for a little while longer, but... Hey man, master your energy. Control your emotions. Deny your flesh. That's the recipe. That's the recipe. And shine. And, and step into who you are and understand that this is the journey thus far for us. We have... We got scrapes and bruises, and as Portia said earlier, those scrapes and bruises, we come here and put on a camera and let y'all see the bruises and the scrapes that we have so that you can see that although battered and bruised, we healed and we here. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. <laughs> on Smash Bros. Radio, the Witty Committee, and all things with it. Yes. For the money. For the money. Stay with it.
stay with it yeah, um, for the money. Stay, stay with it, with it the for, last for the money. The last piece hey, I had stay was with to, it, with it for, for the money. if you feel hey. pressure in what you're doing, if you feel like what you're doing is constraining you, you feel like what you're doing is, is heavy, Try to find out what it is that's that's causing the weight to be heavy. Mm -hmm. Because purpose isn't heavy. No. Purpose is uplifting. Yes. So if you feel bogged down, understand that that's not purpose talking. It's not, it's not purpose. purpose stirring inside of you. That's bullshit. <laughs> the bullshit that come with the purpose. I'm sorry, bro. My bad. I said, bah, bah. You don't have to eat it off the hip. Bah. You start. That's a sniper, ladies and gentlemen. Bah, you're dead. <laughs> That's a sniper. She gonna shoot. But when when you feel pressure, when you feel that, that sense of weight that comes along with the things that you're doing for yourself that better yourself and put you in a different place or the things that are healing you, whenever you're met with those discrepancies, you have to be able to look at what it is and understand that if it's not propelling you forward and upward, that it shouldn't be around you. Yes. It shouldn't be part of your day-to-day. -day. It shouldn't be part of your regimen. Yeah. Master your master when you master your emotions. Also master your day. Yes. Take the attitude, the outlook, and the the mindset that you have all day and analyze it. Analyze when you're upset. Analyze what's causing you to be upset. If it's something around you that's causing you to be upset and it's of no use to you in your day to day, stop and leave that alone because that's draining you of energy that you can put somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's draining you of time you can put somewhere else. And that's the one thing that I feel like I've had to learn the most is that when you're angry about something, it's not up to you to try to exemplify that angle right then. Don't make an example right now about your anger. Wait until you master how to use the anger that you have for this situation and fix it. And then you showcase what this power that you have is. Because you've mastered that. Because you've mastered it. When, when we started this, we did not know exactly where it was going. But we had a feeling that it was going to be something beautiful. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful ride. We didn't know where it was going to end up. We didn't have no, no specific ideas of what we necessarily wanted. We, we know didn't have we a wanted logo. To do. That's we all we knew. We, we knew what we felt like we needed to do. That's all we had. I know we know what we need to do because we see a role for us to play in it. That's all we went off of. And now we've gotten to a point now where we're starting to move. And the people that have been around us for the longest are starting to see that movement. And they're following them behind us. We have impacted our, our, the people around us. We have motivated the people that's around us. And we have built some business relationships and some personal relationships that will aid us in the future we have we started this very very blank and and now we have access to the person who made our our logo you know Bree mm -hmm. with iconic minds we have the producer who who gave us the beat shout out to dan, shout out to dan. we look forward to you seeing more of dan dan has an album dropping yes um the end of, of this of this month mm. and Dan is a producer that's worked with Snoop Dogg, The Game, uh, a lot of West Coast artists. Um, he's starting to branch out, and he had a beat that he was actually selling. I found it, I uh, reached out to him, and actually we purchased the beat, and we got a local Birmingham artist to actually talk about us on it. Yes, with like no Dan, prompt as to what no he prompt. needed to say. Dan was the one who gave us the beat. Now Dan is a, a, is a potential business part. Like he he's he with it. Um, 
a local Birmingham artist by the name of Datamine Flawless, he got on for us. Like, he didn't have to be prompted to do that. Like, this is what we mean by doors open for doors you. Doors opening for you. Like, Datamine and, and Mel and Trey and Omar, they, they recorded and mixed it the beat for us. Like, they missed the track for us. It was ready in like three hours. I mean, and now you hear this every Wednesday. Like, you hear this every Wednesday. This beat, this song is synonymous with two people. Like, the logo. We we have worked with other people inside of our city who we are overjoyed to do so with. You know, we're not going to go down name drop or whatever. But we look forward to working with these people who didn't have to give these two people who came out of nowhere an opportunity to be on their platforms and thus far stretch our foot our footprint like push our positions and our our pedestal up but make no mistake for it ladies and gentlemen nobody gave us anything that we didn't work for work through this and as you're working and needing your work to be I guess progress, progressing, I mean, don't work aimlessly is what I'm saying. Make sure when you're working, you're working with purpose. And work smarter, not harder. Network with people, but don't compromise your integrity. Don't compromise your dignity. Don't feel like you got to kiss around just to get ahead. We didn't. And we still won't. Gang. Gang. We still won't. <laughs> Y'all have been an amazing audience as usual. We appreciate everybody that tuned into the live. Everybody that participated in saying anything or going to, going with anything that we said. We appreciate every view. We appreciate every comment. And please believe that we when we start to reach back out to you guys for the things that we have coming in the future. Off camera. Yes. In the streets. In the streets. They call it murder. <laughs> we can't wait to have you guys actually become a part of it yes. um, in the physical sense rather than just sitting here watching um, through the use of your 4G platform and listen to two people talk to you we want to let you witness what we have and not only us but everything that we're connected to especially here at Smash Bros Radio especially here at Smash Bros Radio quit playing huh? Y'all be good. We finna get out of here. Much love, much respect, and as always, stay, stay with it for the money. money. Y'all be good. <laughs>